All right. So we got a podcast tonight, and we've got Dr. Reno with us. And I have, like, a million subjects that I want to talk to her about. So we should make her It's the only time here. you have access to her, so. That's right. Yeah. right. <laughs> we charge him by the minute. Yeah. She's, char- she's charging you right now. She's got, yeah. <laughs> That's right. It's a consult fee. <laughs> so one of the subjects that I want to talk to about, <clears throat> it's kind of in my craw. It's always been in my craw. And we will try to cover it as best we can. She gets really detailed in the medical, and I'll try to pull her back to, like, the basic, basic. <laughs> Explain it in basic layman's, terms. layman's terms. But the topic is, because we get this a lot with our clients, of people who want to delay spaying and neutering their dog, and it's typically giants. It's, isn't it usually I've giants? had it not be giants also. With, like, you know, like a poodle or something? No, I had it with that Malinois puppy. Well, it's well, still, that's it's a big a dog. Large, it's going to be a large it's dog. It's not. That dog is tiny. I know, that that's a is, tiny that Malinois. Really tiny. That's because the breeder told them. <coughs> yes, and that's and where a lot of it generally comes from. from the breeder. Yeah. That's what she yep. says. But the but the subject matter and it has been ingrained in a lot of people's minds as just fact. It's just fact that you don't spay or neuter your large dog or giant dog prior to. And some some people are saying twenty four months, mm-hmm. and some people are saying eighteen months. Because For anywhere from 14 to 24 months. Right. <clears throat> well, at Lone Star Dog Ranch, we won't board your dog unless your dog is spayed or neutered yep. by the time they're six months old. So mm-hmm. if, if you want to delay that, you can't board with us. Yeah, until... and I think that's reasonable because you have to factor in all the other dogs that are spayed and neutered. Right. Well, and, and all the other part... things that could be happening post six months that they're not thinking about. Well, right. see, because we're factoring in behavior exactly and they're factoring in their dogs what they perceive to be well-being yeah so i kind of want i kind of want for you to explain to people where this subject began and it began with that study with and how long ago was that study? so they've been studying things for like 10 years i don't know i didn't i didn't find the year that it came out but um there was a study done on golden retrievers by UC Davis in California, and it came out comparing intact dogs to dogs neutered or spayed less than a year versus greater than a year. And in that study, they found that the percentage of dogs that had a list of factors was higher if they were spayed below a year. And it was only in golden retrievers. It was just that group. Um, They did 759 animals. And what they did with the study, it's a retrospective study. So what they did is they went back through all the medical records at UC Davis uh, for those dogs, and they picked dogs that fit the criteria. Uh, Again, one to eight years old. Only golden retrievers. Only golden retrievers. <clears throat> Only coming from specific breeders? No. No, just no. golden just retrievers. Just genetics were not factored in at all. It was just this animal was spayed before a year, after a year, or was still intact. And they, the one I found was hip dysplasia, uh, cranial cruciate tears, lymphosarcoma, which is a can The next three are cancers. Lymphosarcoma, hemangiosarcoma, and mast cell tumors. And so they looked at these 759 dogs and what diseases they got. And then they plugged all the numbers in and um, 
what they found, like take hip dysplasia, is that an unneutered animal would be 5% likely to get hip dysplasia if they were intact, not neutered. 5% of of that group. Of the 759 dogs. Right. 5% got hip dysplasia. Well, then they looked at the ones that were neutered before a year, and 10% of those dogs had hip dysplasia. So what they, what, and you look at these numbers and realize, what I say, 37 dogs out of 759 had hip dysplasia. Mm-hmm. It's, you, you have to factor in that that's really not a huge percentage. Right. You know, that means 90% of golden retrievers didn't get hip dysplasia out of that group. Regardless of being spayed right. or not spayed. Well, and there's so right. many other factors that could be contributing. Well, there's exactly. genetics. And genetics. Like, yeah. And, and again, these studies are good to get an idea for something. It's a good start. Yeah, it's a good start. But, but what they don't take into effect, um, you know, the genetics, because yeah. genetics do play a role. Uh, yeah. A lot of, of people feel they don't. dogs are breeders' dogs exactly. that are very right. well bred, and they've been screening for that versus you know, Joe guys. Right. Exactly. And, and that's what, you know, studies are studying a certain amount of data at, for a certain look at what's happening. But that study doesn't take into effect the genetics, the environmental factors, um, you know, the environment that that pet is raised in, you know, all those things, you know, what are they being fed? Are they overweight? And, and, they factored in weight a little bit, but again, you're looking at intact animals versus spayed neutered animals that you do have to adjust their diet. You take the hormones away, you, you cut back on the food. And if you don't, or if you feed them too much, they get overweight, which that can play a factor into... Um, a torn cruise ship? Yeah, a torn cruise ship or a, you know... Uh, you know, hip dysplasia, not so much, but, but the, but they show it a lot sooner if they're really overweight. Sure. Um, so that study doesn't factor in all of that. I mean, if you wanted the full information, you would have to take genetically like litter mates, like yeah. several litter mates that came from the same, put them in a controlled situation with a control group and follow those dogs their entire life right. and treat them all the same if you wanted to know the true percentage. Right. Well, and then you'd have to do it for different breeds and different litters. And exactly. Different, you know, there's so there, many factors. So many, va- right. So many factors, so many variables. Um, I, don't, I don't feel it's a horrible study, but what's happened is it's been taken as the word and just like studies are yeah and 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 then you don't factor in all of these other things and you have people going or you know people saying well you you know breeders saying you cannot spay or neuter this dog till it's two years old right normal owners basic owners that have a pet have no idea how to deal with the behavioral issues that come with a fully matured intact female or male dog yeah and i'll tell you one of the reasons why they don't is because that information comes to them from the breeders who live with intact males and females every day that's just normal to them it's just normal so they just don't think it's a big deal for you to have an 18 month old intact mastiff that 
Well, and also, you know, you know, it's it's it, it's a breeder who only has a couple dogs. Yes, you're dealing with some sexualized behaviors, but they're also not kept together. But but also they're not kept together. They're not kept together. And also, you know how to mitigate that. And also, talk about like, you know, certain studies that you say is gospel. Basically, what we're describing is different breeders or, you know, different members of the public. You have one dog. You have one dog. So behaviorally, everything that you're seeing is based on one dog. Mm -hmm. Okay. I base mine off of 5,000 dogs that I've worked with. So, yes, it's like, you know, honestly, like I'll, I'll, I'll see some like, like, like some of those breeders in like Europe um, and they're. Um, it's just on some of the specific pages that I follow, they are heavy on like the two year or some of them some are, are never. Some of them well, are well, never. Europe's a lot of people, totally they, they different. Do not, they do not, some of they no. do not spay or neuter and lots they, of dogs. Yeah, and they do it differently. And they, a lot of them aren't, you know, I, I've been to Germany and Spain and France and I'm like, oh, that animal needs to be, you know, I'm walking around the streets watching yeah. all these dogs going by and, <laughs> yeah. and, it's it's a different mindset and i'm assuming they have strays there too but the numbers here are just so oh, bad our, our, our numbers are out of control yeah we yeah. have to we but, have to do a cost benefit on that but yes. I'll, I'll, I'll i'll see some of those some of those people post with their like untacked five-year-old gorgeous male mastiff it's like these jesus need to be neutered mm-hmm. and you know what they're right Mm-hmm. I've seen the videos of this dog. I've seen how he interacts. You just lucked out that he's yeah. just an awesome dog. Yeah. He's just a big old sweet boy. You got a unicorn. Doesn't, doesn't care about balls or not. Um, but other dogs, I would love to introduce them to you that are not going to be that way. Well, to give you an example, because we rescue. You right. know, we'll, get a, we'll get a Mastiff, an intact Mastiff, who's five years old and has not been neutered. Yeah. And we bring him to the ranch yard. <clears throat> that dog can't even focus. They yeah. can't even get their nose off the ground. Well, I just like think of like one of those like one of those yeah. flasher guys, one crazy psycho, <laughs> crazy psycho. You gotta show it to him. <laughs> okay. So it's 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 a it's a combination of a crazy psycho flasher trench coat guy, but he's in the body of a Bengal tiger. <laughs> you know, it's like he's how, a bodybuilder. You, you cannot you cannot deal with that. No. Yeah. And we have to explain what it is that we... What, I felt like I just... <laughs> no, I mean, <laughs> well, that dog doesn't have quality of life because that dog is just living he, he in an obsession even, all the time. Think. Yeah, he can't even think. He can't even mm-hmm. stop. That's what I'm yeah. saying. They're in the yard. They can't relax. They can't yeah. even no. get their nose off the ground. No. They're clacking their teeth because the smell is so much for them. Mm-hmm. They're mm-hmm. the night at the Roxbury mm-hmm. You know where they're at? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> You know, their teeth are clacking, they're drooling, yeah. and they're peeing and peeing and peeing and hiking and peeing and, and, and peeing pee on and this and pee yeah. on this and pee on this, following yeah. a female around. Teeth are clacking, teeth, teeth are clacking, clacking, teeth licking, are clacking. Licking, them, licking them, licking them, licking them, licking them. Licking oh, them. and also, if anything comes near it, <laughs> right. <laughs> right. So then they, they'll, like, poke their noses at another dog's back, poke yeah. their nose at them, like for you to pay attention to them. Yeah. And then they're going to mount, and yeah. they're going to mount, and they're going to mount, and they're going to mount. And they don't take corrections, and they don't and they take don't corrections. Take correct because they can't think. Yeah. Because yeah. they haven't lost. been exposed to that before. Exactly. And, well, and it's, so, it's, it's, it's a combination of both those things, because we get unsocialized dogs, and then also 
the super sexy horny ones that basically well, I'm saying like dogs that haven't been in a group of dogs and you know like with breeder dogs they're around unaltered animals mm -hmm. like they're you know they don't they, go nuts they, until somebody's in heat that's right yeah. they go nuts. right exactly. which is fair you know? yeah fair. exactly but they've been raised around that they know what's going on you take a dog that's never been out of a house and stick them in a yard or around a bunch of other dogs and that's what they do yeah. because Oh my gosh, my hormones kicked in yeah. and yeehaw, because yeah. what is all this? Yeah. yeah. And and the thing is, and that's that's kind of And the other dogs all want to kick his ass for that. Yeah. Especially the well, male. Because it's unbalanced yeah. behavior. <laughs> right. Yeah, and they're in their space. Yeah. 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 It's like, hello, why are you messing with me? Right. Go away. Right. <laughs> and other males look at that and go. You're a challenge. Get you out know, of here. Look at you. Look at yeah. you. Come in Lamont here. Lamont hates yeah. unneutered males. Yes. Hates them. Yeah. But then, like, what's it? What's interesting is the spayed females. They think that they're sexy. Yeah. <laughs> and they like follow that male like around and smell him and go, "Oh, you're sexy." So you, so you, the the balance in your behavior is just it's just completely out of balance. Yeah. yeah you've given me so many extra variables that don't need to be there that yeah. I I don't yeah. need. That. You can't and reach that dog. To, no. Yeah. No. And if you're listening to home, that sounds like a terrible problem in your house. <clears throat> now let's quadruple the variables of way more dogs way more variables or other dogs would be upset other dogs in different stages or rescue mental stages of uh, recently neutered or you know or a, even like even like a veteran of the ranch he's not going to take sexy dog male behavior no. lightly he's no. going to be like what yeah. the hell do you think you're doing dude yeah yeah and he's going to go over there and pull your card of course this is all of our job to manage all the time right. but but that's um, why we don't allow dogs to board with us yeah. that are that but we rescue so we'll get little bits of it of here yeah. comes this boy in here yeah and then we have to try to manage that or yeah. he gets kicked out goes to the sanctuary, sanctuary. Yeah. Goes to well, sanctuary. And, and what you also deal with when you're pulling from the the breeders and and stuff is that dog already knows his job yes and Usually, if he's turned in with females, that's what he's supposed that's to right. do. That's he's true. He's an aggressive yeah. breeder. Yeah. I mean, we're talking to do about it. training. Yeah. You've trained this dog to like, hey, when you are, hey, you got bro, when you are at peak, <laughs> you know, yeah. you're gonna. Yeah. Here we go. Is, and it's interesting. Some job. of these dogs, when they first come in, the one that comes to mind is Sun Bear. So Sun Bear. So Sun Bear. He's such a. Sun Bear was the dog that was so shy that he, remember he was he like even sick eat. yeah he, he wouldn't was the eat. light colored one yes yeah. oh my god but when that the first day that dog came because we had several males that we got at the same yeah. time yeah. he is on every dog's back and he is not gonna stop and he's like a bull and you're pulling him off and pulling him off yeah. and pulling him off because there is no thought yeah. there's just no thought it's just sun bear it's just straight hormones it's just straight yeah. hormones and that behavior is not correctable you can't stop oh, because the... you can't even reach right them. yeah <clears throat> they don't even hear you it's like it's like it's like red behavior, but it's not like yeah. aggressive. Really? But it's sexy like, behavior. Your, your dog's not in yeah. there. <laughs> no, I mean honestly, like you can, it, it can definitely be corrected sometimes, but it's definitely on another level of energy and like you know focus, you know, on that dog. Some of it can be corrected, but there's also the other dogs that when they're in that month, you cannot. Yeah. They are they're just they're on. just locked in. Yeah. So uh, once again, every dog is an individual, and we have to just see what we can do. Well, and, and I have to take that into the home of people that aren't trainers yeah. that are, this is their pet. You know, majority of animals in shelters are relinquished because of behavior issues. So 
I tried to talk with big dog owners, you know, it does affect how they fill out and it does affect how tall they end up. So like horses, if you geld them at an earlier age, they will get taller and not as bulky and they won't get the big jowls and that kind mm. of thing. And it's the same, similar to dogs. Um, it can cause the uh, growth plates, the bone growth plates to close a little earlier. And so, you know, that's kind of what this study was looking, you know, looking at. And so could that be a factor in that dog having a cruciate ligament later? Yes. But you're also looking at, you know, this study only looked at one to year, eight to one year to eight year old dogs. So all the cancers and all the problems that older dogs that are intact deal with, they were not included in this study. Yeah. You know, mammary tumors, cancer, um, metastatic cancer, uh, you know, perianal tumors, uh, prostate issues. None of that was addressed in the, because they cut the age off, cut at eight off at eight before yeah. you start seeing those things. So, you know, if you did. And those eight, are what occur more commonly in, in dogs that are intact. Yeah. yeah. So if you took, if you took eight to 12 or eight to 14 years old, then the the incidence of all of, of other those things are going to be, gonna be a lot more higher in the intact animal than in the un you know in the neutered or spayed animal yeah. and that so that's like you could do a whole nother study and right. i think there are some out there that oh well these cancers are higher in intact animals because if you spay before a year your chances of ever seeing mammary cancer are pretty non-existent yeah, yeah. And so I kind of fall in the camp. I like to do them six to nine months, but large breed dogs, if, you know, I will discuss this with people and say, here's your pros and cons. Here's the issues you will deal with. Here's the behavioral issues you will deal with. Because again, the number one reason animals end up in shelters or given away is behavioral because the majority of people are not equipped to deal with an intact animal. And so, you know, the dog starts peeing on stuff, digging out of the yard, jumping out of the yard. You know, the female comes into heat. She's in heat, bleeding. Yeah, that's a whole nother fun Yeah, that's, fun that's three to four. And, and a lot of people don't understand that. They think people. Let's explain yeah. that. Yeah. And, Let's explain and, yeah. what coming into heat means. And it's what not is like the, your four-day period, ladies. Right. Yeah, no, and, what is, and what is the timeline of that? Yeah, because you're looking, you know, around... It depends on the size of the dog. You know, little bitty dogs, they can come in as early as five months. Right. Uh, larger breed dogs, usually nine to 11, somewhere in there. Some may, they're like women. They, yeah. When they come in, they come in. Mm -hmm. And when they come in, you're dealing with blood. And you're dealing and with, with that. some dogs, it can be a lot, a lot yeah, of blood. Just like women, it could be a little yeah. bit and it's no big deal. Or it could be like, right. she bleeding and, out. And it's a couple times, typically a couple times a year. To, it, it really depends on the dog. Mm -hmm. But you're looking at three to four weeks of it. Yeah. And three to four weeks of the dog being in heat, you having to manage that. And what, is, what does With, that mean? Like, oh, you're, this dog's in your house and it's bleeding. So just imagine that for yourself, ladies. Now you got to yeah. put this contraption on your dog with a pad right. in it every, to turn it every, every time, time your dog goes in and out if they don't leave it on if they don't chew it off while you're at work and, and eat it and yeah. eat it um <laughs> you know you're and and even when they stop bleeding that's when they start becoming receptive to the male yeah then they start flagging then they start yeah. walking backwards towards and, male dogs and yeah waving their butt in yeah, their faces and your females can dig out of the yard 
a male, male you know, a jumps male, in. A male can smell your female five miles away. Yeah. So here comes all the neighborhood dogs. So realistically, if you have an intact female dog, you should be out in the yard or leash walking that dog the whole time. Yeah. If you want to 100% prevent that dog getting pregnant. Because what you don't want is a nine-month-old lab that gets bred at nine months. Yeah. yeah. And then you have an immature dog that has no clue what to do with that litter. Well, it's like a, your 13-year-old getting pregnant. Yes. And, and, you know, and it may or may not be good. You may or may not need a C-section. And so I have to factor that in for my clients. So it's like, you know what? If you want your dog to look a certain way, if you want that bulk, if you want, you know, all of this... This is the price you're going to pay. Right. And, and, and it's cost benefit. Well, so here's, here's, here's your thing. information. And that includes not being able to board that dog. Exactly. That it, that you can't is, board it with us. Right. That is a condition of you keeping that dog intact longer. And you're going to be dealing with the marking. You're going to be dealing with, you know, interest in other animals, the heat cycle. And for most owners, they don't want to deal with that. Right. And, and I don't want that dog going to a shelter because, because of that, of that or yeah. because of aggression. I mean, it's hard enough for most owners to get the dog basic training. Yeah. Yeah. So I look at it as I still prefer six to nine months. Mm -hmm. Me On too. the la larger dogs, if you want them to go through a heat cycle, 12 to 14 months, I think it's ridiculous to go 24 months because I have dealt with those male dogs and I have dealt with the aggression. And it's like this owner had no business keeping this dog yeah. intact till it was two years old. Cause now you have a dog that's trying to eat everybody's face yeah. and the owner has zero control over it. Yeah. yeah. But you know what, 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 what I think I just, from my own limited opinion, you know, like, so I had, I had big Lou. Okay. Yep. Big, lumbering, sweet boy. Uh, he was. He's got big. the mind of a three-month-old puppy his whole life. Yeah. His yeah. his entire <laughs> life. He's the biggest, sweetest. I never had any marking issues with him. Um, I think I neutered him at like thirteen or fourteen months mm -hmm. or right. something like that. Um, and that that's kind of you but, know if you're worried about that that 14 months is still good, <clears throat> but you know. But I, I was I was just saying like behaviorally he's the biggest lumbering sweet boy. Well, but there are I anomalies. Can, I can, I can, to that. I, yeah, and like I, I just think of like someone listening to this and being like, I got a mastiff and I didn't have any of those marking problems. Yeah. Well, and that's and the it's thing. Like, yeah, it all yeah, depends yeah, on the great, dog too. Great for you. It's a you very lucked, individual you thing. Out, yeah. But you but lucked out. They don't know. They don't know. You don't know it's gonna be <clears> that. They don't even know that that's what they have. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? Because they don't have anything to compare it to. Yeah. yeah. Right. And those, in my opinion, those are like some of the Europeans that like online, like should never or like wait this long. It's like, dude, you just, you've just lucked out. You've never had like. You haven't seen what we've seen. You've never had a wild, hot dick dog who's just like, you cannot. There is no stopping this dog. Yeah. That's all he thinks about. All he thinks about. All he clicks. His entire movements. Everything he bases his life on cannot stop. And and what's different about over there in, in a lot of areas is their dogs are out more in public. And they're, they're socialized they're, more. They're socialized yeah. From the more, time they're pups. They're trained more. But and, also, and, and yeah. also, it's the good bloodlines because yeah. like... It, well, it, it just has to be, and and they and they have to definitely look out. Sometimes they have to, at least maybe see this. But, but you know that that's a problem there too, and those dogs probably just don't go out. And yeah. and again, it's yeah. just 
I'm dealing with people, hey, this is my pet. I have work. I have children. I have this. I have that. I don't have time to do all this training. Yeah. And so you end up with a dog. I just don't want to see that dog. You know, end I'd up rather. In a shelter. It just I, ends up in a for shelter. Me, well, like for females, mammary cancer. You keep, the longer you keep that dog intact, the higher incidence of mammary cancer. Yeah. And, and so for me, well, which is worse, mammary cancer that can metastasize or a torn cruciate ligament. Yeah. I personally would take the torn cruciate ligament because that, I mean, that I would rather manage that than mammary cancer down the line. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it all kind of comes down to the risk benefits and which one you're really willing to do. But like, you know, if all you look at on these studies is somebody tells you, oh, well, if you spay or neuter your pet before they're a year old, then they're, you know, they're twice as likely to get hip dysplasia, eight times more likely to, and, and it's not that. I mean, we're talking about small percentages. Yeah, that's deceiving. And, and You're going from, yes. yeah, from two to ten yeah, or five, you and know, it's, five and to it's ten. Like, and, and what this one study showed... Um, you know, they had the hip dysplasia, the cruciate tears, and lymphosarcoma. So if they were done less than a year on those three things versus an altered animal, you had the two to three times more likely to have that. But it was only in males that were early neutered. It wasn't females. Hmm. So, and then you look at hemangiosarcoma and mast cell tumors, which are types of cancers, well, in the ones that were, you waited over a year to do them, it was only 2% in the dogs that were done under a year, 2% in the unneutered animals or the intact animals, but it was 8% in the ones that were spayed or neutered after a year. That means yeah. your numbers are just random. They, they, well, they, that means it had no bearing. Well, so let me see if I understand, like you're citing numbers from one study of about, one eight, study. Of about 800 dogs with one breed of dog. Right. Correct. And people are taking, and it's like 5%, 10%. That's yes. way too small of so, a sample size to be drawing the kinds of conclusions exactly. that people are drawing from it. And that's, 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 and that's, that's <clears throat> what's happened. Scientifically, that's insane. Yeah. But see, <clears throat> that study was the what, the one that came out that had, had people running with it. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and, and that's, where all, this missing, that's where all this data comes from. And that's, yeah. And if you, yeah. if you take the time to read the studies, mm -hmm. which I did, it was really boring. And, and, you, under, <laughs> and you understand the limitations of that study. That, right. And that's any study. Uh, yeah, that's it's, a study about anything. That's, what, that's way too little data to draw really any Yeah, and so from. what they've done in the last 10 years is looked at other breeds. Mm. And so I found this study today after I got told I was going to be doing this study. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's going to podcast. She's she like, did all her prep. Look at all the prep she's got right there. I was like, I need to get I've never done prep notes. like that in my whole life. <laughs> I was like, I can't talk in front of the camera. But, you know, so I found the study, and you see Dave, so you see Davis used kind of the same criteria, and they looked at 35 other breeds. Okay. And so... How many dogs total? How many, how many, uh, how many dogs of each breed did they... Kind of, the cup, the few I looked at, kind of around the same. Like I'd have to go back and read the whole 800 study. dogs over 35 so, breeds. That's a real like study. Or like five to 800. Okay, say that. yeah. And so they have a list of 35 breeds and their recommendation. So what they found is that most breeds are unaffected for these diseases by age of neutering. So a lot, <laughs> a lot of the, like out of the 35, the majority of them are marked as you can neuter or spay whenever you want to. 
It doesn't, it doesn't mean. Now, there were some breed characteristics that said, hey, you might want to wait till over a year. And I think there were a couple, oh, you might want to wait till two years. But, it, but overall, out of that 35, most of them weren't affected by when you had it done. It was your choice. Like, that was the choice, your choice. And what I found, in, what I really found interesting was everybody says big and giant breed dogs. That's so what we hear over and that's over what you hear because that's what's promoted. That's what's pushed. Yes. Well, guess what? The study for this, the same criteria, Great Danes and Irish Wolfhounds, it didn't matter. Wow. It said, it said there was no propensity for more issues in those two breeds. So it really comes down to individual dogs, individual needs of the dog and the owner, um, you know, activity, environment, environment. Yeah is a huge factor because you spay neuter young and then they get fat and out of shape well that dog's a lot more likely to rupture or cruciate than the healthy you know which is still their decision to make your dog fat and out of shape exactly. or how about their diet what they eat that makes and, them fat and, yeah. well fat. and what you also look at even if they're not even if they're not overweight you have weakened warriors People are working, they got kids, they got school, they got this, they got that. The dog doesn't get played with all week long. Yeah. Oh, let's go have let's a ball, the ball for two hours. And the dog's running and turning and, and, and the dog's not in shape to do yeah. that. Yeah, right. And so that's a higher percentage of those dogs that's going to bust a cruciate ligament. Yeah. And so there's so many factors and that's, you yeah, know. Again, another variable on a yeah, study Yeah, you like try that, to educate just... people that... You know, you can't take this one study and say this is an absolute because right. it's that, not this an is absolute. A fact. This is just a fact, right? Yeah, here. and it's now in golden. Even the data in that study, it's so it's. Well, again, the highest percentage was ten percent. So it's but like, the, and the difference between that percentage and it was like five percent, and in a small sample size of one single yeah. breed, like that data is so many that, other variables. That, that, it's that, not that like data is basically were, it's it's it, and if you extrapolate that data, you get what you see. Yeah, because you're still it's, getting. Yeah, I mean, it's like uh, the hip dysplasia. Five percent of intact animals had it. Ten percent of early neuter or spay animals had it. Well, yeah, that's double. Yeah, that's a hundred percent increase. But but. but you still had it in the intact animals right mm -hmm. because the genetics and the environment and the diet and all of those things factor in just and the genetics i mean i just look at i'm yeah. thinking about goldens that we take care of and there's just such a variable on oh what God. they well, and that's the what thing, they look is, like i'm not trying to bash breeders but i have dealt with some that absolutely do not believe that any of those things are genetic uh, listen and I can, I, tell, I can well, tell you well, there's they, lots they of Well, they absolutely don't believe that because... Uh, because they want to somewhere more well, their bottom line. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. there's a lot of money riding on them being right. Yeah. Well, you know what? I mean, a lot of them just come from the place of there's nothing wrong with their dogs ever. Yeah. yeah. Ever. Yeah. You know, that's just all there is they to it. They come from their dogs are magical. Yeah. I mean, yes. I've got one in mind. And, and that's this, just not... It, rational. It, yeah, it's just... Yeah, it's, it's just, just not rational. It's like... Genetics play a factor in everything, yeah. including humans. Yeah. I mean, people with illnesses. You could you could do a study like this on people, and it's like, you know, I, I mean, mean, it's just look at just look at you have two with people, two completely healthy parents, yep. and they have a baby with a birth defect. What happened? 
Genetics. What Genetics is dice. What happened? Yep. I mean, there's variables. You have a you have a person who gets breast cancer and dies and has no history of it in her family yep. or forever. lung cancer. So you know, where does that come? It's ridiculous for a breeder to say that like all of their yes. puppies are perfect. Or you have two yeah. giant beautiful mastiff dogs with big giant heads and they make bubs. Oh, <laughs> Was cold. That's really <laughs> sad. That's genetics. But folks. I, you know, to me, two percent again, two percent difference is, is not, negligible. Yeah, negligible. Yeah. I, I, and and so I mean, that, yeah, that, what's what's the uh, the uh, plus or minus on the right? The, what's the right. tolerance on that study? <laughs> yeah, if you could take I that mean, same study of Goldens, and if you did eight thousand dogs, you might get wildly different well, again, results. Well, <laughs> again, and again, that's one year to eight years. How many already had hip dysplasia before a year? I mean, so, I mean none that, yeah. of that's factored into the study. And again, I'm not knocking the study because it does give some basic information to move forward to, right. to try to make right. more. That studies. study warrants yeah. further study. Yeah. Exactly. Mm -hmm. right. And and so this is not. It's just what frustrates me is people take this and they don't read it and they don't understand it, and then they run with it and yeah. they say this is law. That that oh well, if you do this before your your dog's gonna you know tear a cruciate ligament or they're going to get cancer and it's your fault if you do that yeah because that's i've had people come they in believe that i have well, that's what the breeders are telling yes them. exactly right. i've had people come in with a you can't spay or neuter this dog till after a year and a half or two years and if you do it's your fault if the dog i mean i've that's been in writing that yeah. it's your fault if the dog gets hip dysplasia or tears a that comes from the breeder where they get it from that's where yeah, they get that information that they're told that by the breeders yes. well and like i'll try to talk to them and about it and they don't want to hear it from me it's no. also yeah. super convenient for the breeder to like create all these you know different parameters yeah for them to not be financially liable for a defective product that they continue to create but it's kind of it's it it's in the genetics and to me if your dog tears your cruciate or in now the hip dysplasia we all know is genetic yeah mm -hmm. i mean that's you know what's the point of doing ofa things if it's not genetic yeah and and so but, yeah, why are you paying for an ofa you can, certified but you, know. you can have two parents that are ofa certified that have puppies that have hip dysplasia yeah. Yeah, because, because there's something genetics. back there exactly it's genetics because it's not environment it's not because that recessive gene can come it's out not anytime. because you neutered the dog at six months instead of two years right that propensity for that disease was already there right and and there's nothing you can do about that yeah but does, does some of this factor in? Yes. But to me, two, I'll take the 2% chance of having, or a 5% chance of having a cruciate tear and not have to deal with the behavioral problems. Yeah. Because yeah. yep. for me, the behavioral problems for the normal owner way outweighs the chance of having to pay for a $3,000 totally. cruciate. Totally. Because the behavior is sets that what dog you live up with for every day. It's your quality of, of life every life. day. And it sets that dog up for ending up in a shelter. Because people don't surrender their dogs because they tore their cruciate ligament. They surrender mm -hmm. them because they're a jerk. Or he jumps out of the yard to like negative obsessive behavior. It's a bad dog. Or it's gotten dog. aggressive. And right. not every male dog is going to get aggressive. Not every male dog is going to pee on everything. Right. There's anomalies. But, I have white boy yes. who I'm sure had zero testosterone because he's yeah. very that's asexual. That's why they sold him at auction. Yeah, he's yeah. asexual. <laughs> but, but you know what? What I get from clients and the behavioral issues they deal with, aggression and not getting potty trained. 
And you know what? Peeing on the couch, peeing on the couch, peeing on the couch. And it's not worth that 5%. Right. And in my mind, it's not. And that's assuming that that's completely accurate because that study is not good enough to... Yeah, I you mean, know. it is a good... St- I mean, they did look at a lot but of... But that's Goldens, and that's, you know, there's exactly. variable genetics exactly. there. So assuming that 5% is correct, and there's yes. no, you yeah. know, plus well, or minus on there. they've proven since this study came out that every breed is different. Right. right. But even if every you assume breed. that study is law... I still make the, the I still take the five percent chance or whatever of, right. because I, I will of what take you just the ninety five percent chance that my dog won't, won't have hip yeah. exactly because yeah. ninety five is high. That's a good. Those I like those odds. odds. Those are the good highest odds. percentage in this was was ten percent, and that was for lymphosarcoma, which is a genetic thing too. Early neutered males, but un intact animals unneutered was at four percent. So but it, the other, that's the, the thing. Like is, you said, it only goes till eight. So that did yeah. it develop at nine? But here's right. the, here's exactly. the other thing about this study is is there are breeds that have propensities for cancer. Yes, and yes, and golden retrievers are one of them. And, and or hip dysplasia. Or hip dysplasia. Yes. Heart issues. Or heart issues. Yep. I mean, so or seizures. Or seizures. Yeah. I mean that. I mean you can take. You know they looked, and there were other. There were other diseases that I kind of think they kind of looked at, but I couldn't really find where it said. But they didn't have a significant difference enough to put them in the study. Mm-hmm. Because the significance, you know. It's negligible. Three to five percent difference or three to four or three to four time difference. That's statistically an issue. But again, you're looking at one thing being two percent and one thing being eight percent. It's not, oh, if, you know only 25% dogs get it versus 75%. Right. That's a totally we'll di- yeah, yeah, that's a totally different thing. Right. If if you told me that my dog had a 75% chance of this happening, that would change things a little bit. Right. But we're talking 6%. Yeah. Difference. In a tiny sample size. Right. Yeah. Whereas whereas <coughs> I look at it and go based on the propensity of certain breeds like I said that that have I mean like with a Bordeaux I mean, hip dysplasia, hemangiosarcoma, heart problems, hemangiosarcoma, yep. cancer. Every breed has a list of their propensities of, of disease, of their genetic d- potential. That I mean, like all the DNA stuff that's going on. They send you a list. Well, this is what can be seen in this breed. Yeah. That's not because of how it was fed or how it was raised or because it got neutered at six that's months. That's just genetically what's that's been coming genetic, down the and line. It, and it, it's just like it is in people. I mean... It, you know, p- different people have different propensities for cancer. Different races have yeah. different propensities for certain different yeah. diseases. That's just fact. I mean, that's just the way it goes. Mm-hmm. But w- what's interesting is I, th- I put my head in the mind of the public who's searching for their breed of what they like. They love a golden retriever. Yeah. Cool beans. But do they ever do that research of what, what does this breed die from? No. Like, no. Like what does what does thirty percent of golden retrievers die from? What does thirty percent of Bordeaux yep. die from? They don't really do that. No. They don't really look well, at that. Well, I can that. say I've seen a year and a half. He was either a year and a half to two years old, intact, and he had splenic cancer. Wow, golden. Wow, that's young. Well, that's yeah, terrible. that's genetic. Yeah, that is that dog. That is not one neutered. Was the environment. You know, that it, it just happens. Yeah. And and again, you know, you're like you said earlier, which is something I had written down, is that 
this study is taking in majority of intact dogs are working dogs showing dogs breeding dogs now some people have them yeah but and and i from what i've been told you see davis is a big golden retriever you know a lot of people take them there so most of those intact dogs are going to be i don't want to really say higher quality but they're More not likely to be well well bred well bred yeah really good genetics which would affect the numbers pet, in the study exactly you know pet quality backyard breeder I got it from Walmart. Yeah, Joe Guy's Golden Those are going to be the ones that are coming in, you know, potentially 30 pounds overweight. They don't have the same genetics for the bone structure and that kind. So all that factors in. It, it, I just hate that this study was taken as the law. Yeah. And that if, and people are being told, if you do this before a year old, you're going to make your animal get cancer or you're going to make your animal yeah. have di hip dysplasia or torn cruciate. Or torn cruciate. Yeah. I do feel like with the hip dysplasia, I really think a lot of that's genetic. Because, again, what's the point of doing the OFA? All, I think it's all genetic. Yeah. I mean. Uh, the the cruciate, you know, since the, the growth plates do close a little sooner, that, you know, again, they usually end up taller, so your angle's going to be off a little bit. It's mm -hmm. going to be a little bit different than if that dog had fully matured. Mm -hmm. Could that factor in and yes it could and but again i'd rather yeah weigh that out though. than mammary <coughs> cancer or having to go through two or three heat cycles that that's me now other people out there would be fine going through two or three heat cycles but the normal pet quality owner they don't have the time or training capability to deal with that or the patient and and the behavior that's the number one reason people get rid of pets. And I think the majority of people that have not been through it don't know what it's like to go through a heat cycle with a female Bordeaux. It's not yeah. bueno. No, it's not. And it, a large breed dog, it ain't pretty. Remember that? Remember that? Desperado. Desperado. Good her name. Well, there was one of that y'all had that just never stopped. That was her. That was she her. like six Went weeks of weeks and death. weeks and yeah. weeks. Had a heavy flow. Every, yeah. Heavy flow. Every morning. <laughs> Super her plus for her. her. It looked like a crime scene. Yeah. yeah. And I just want, would go, wow. And, and just, I just, wow. yeah. And it's like, imagine you that have, in your house, on your you couch. You have an 80 pound dog. You have at work. She's on your bed. You have an 80 pound dog that for a week to two weeks, depending on what, how they are, heavily, heavy flow bleeding. You put the diaper on, the dog pulls it off while you're at work, your couch, your floor, your, it's. It, it's a crime scene. She wasn't yeah. even a big dog either. This nope. is this very small, average size ma Bordeaux. mastiff wise. You couldn't. Even, you wouldn't even think she's a mastiff. Yeah. Yeah. It was very shocking. A very small and, and, dog. and if you're watching them, because that happens <clears throat> a lot, people just turn their dog out in the back and they find them tied to a male dog that jumped over the fence. Uh -huh. Especially with Bernice. Chain Bernice. That's what happened to Bernice. <laughs> Bernice. She's in that foster home, and the lady's like, well, yeah, she's in the backyard. Well, Bernice well, is a had, dirty hoe. She <laughs> was pregnant with 25 puppies. For sure. I mean, no, wait a minute. That happened when y'all she she had her? No. This no, was some a, lady <laughs> took her from some <laughs> other person, and she was going to, like... She, she was fostering her yeah. for a while. Oh. And she said she, she was... She was doing a good deed. Yeah. Oh. She was going to foster that dog. She was keeping it dog. separate from her Aussie doodle. From, from her, her Aussie oh, doodle. Okay. Yeah. 
that was in a separate yard. That but he was a male. Not yeah. He was a male. And He's still probably the dad. He just went over the fence. Yeah. Right. He, he went, went over, over a lot of times. Well, or he, she went no, over the fence. What a lot of people don't understand is they can do it through the fence. Through nice. The fence. Oh, nice. They can. I believe you. And, and especially <laughs> chain link or something. Now, you know, heavy wood, no. But, but male dogs, again... Five miles away. They're getting it done. Yeah. Yeah. And they will <laughs> they, they will the do what deed. they or or your dog will dig out or that dog will dig in. And I just, you know, I I That's long, bridal, y'all. Long time ago I did breed Aussies for a short time, but it's a lot of work. Mm-hmm. And again, yeah, I there's did it with we, French bulldogs once. Yeah. <laughs> I, I helped you with some of that. <laughs> but yeah, I mean it's just I'm thinking what's best for that pet. And the situation that that pet is in with that home and that owner. And so, again, I still say six to nine. But here, if you want to go this long, this is what you're going to deal with. And these are the potential behavioral issues that you could deal with. And if you're willing to accept that, accept the responsibility of what you are going to have to do to keep that pet from getting bred or to keep that male dog from learning bad behaviors. Because once they get into that behavior set, you know, you wait till two years and this dog's been peeing on your couch for two years. Yeah, good luck. Neutering him isn't going to do anything. Yeah. No. It's a behavior now. Yeah. And, and so that, that's why I kind of disagree with breeders is that you're telling people that have no business having an intact animal that they can't spay or neuter this dog because you don't want the dog coming up with hip dysplasia or torn cruciate but to me after that dog leaves you if those things happen there's so many factors that you should you know you shouldn't be held responsible for that the thing i flash on when we're talking about this study with golden retrievers you know if you if you plucked out pluck out 50 golden retrievers from lone star dog ranch and line them up Oh my God! No two of them would look the same. That's what I was saying. Yeah. Like genetically, they're so different. It would so be different. a perfect height scale that goes yeah. like this across the entire photograph. Yeah, yeah. I mean they're From so 50 different. pounds yeah. to hundred. Like the evolution pounds. of yes. mankind. That's what. Yeah. It <laughs> I have golden retrievers that are this big. I have some that are. Hundred and twenty pounds. They're, 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 they're like a mastiff. Like that that Monty over there. He's a big, he's a big he's square. He's got a big, yeah. he's got a big yeah. gorgeous head on him. He's yeah. got a big body. He's very handsome. He's all floofy. And but we've we get... also seen some that are like giant and tall and tall and legs leggy. are thin yeah. and Hardly like having hair. hair. Yeah. Look at that that, that that little Molly, that little Molly Adams. Like she's just a little scrawny. Oh little. yeah. Oh scrawny. Yeah. yeah. That, 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 it's basically uh, like like but a. But they are all. Golden retrievers. Golden. That's yeah. what I'm yes. saying. In that study, goldens. Yeah, right. goldens. And that's the thing is. No one can, they say it, but no one can say that genetics do not play a factor in all of this. It's ridiculous. It's everything, it's re- in my every, opinion. Genetics factor into everything. Yeah. yeah. And, and I've heard, I've, I've seen it in breeder contracts. I've seen owners come in and saying it, that they were told this. It's all over the internet. And it's just like that, that it factors in. Yeah. Environment. Which, in, you know, how much they're fed, what they weigh, their, you know, training, you know, their weight, all of that factors in. Well, it, it, when you talk, I mean, let's just talk about weight for a second. What percentage of your clientele's dogs are overweight? A lot. 60? <laughs> yeah. 70? Oh, probably higher. Over Most half. American pets are overweight. 
Because that's what I look at our clientele, and yeah. I would say it's... Because people it's, look at my dogs and think they're underweight. Because right. I keep my I keep mine on the lean side, <laughs> mm-hmm. and so because I've got dachshunds and corgis, and <laughs> you've got long back yeah, I've dogs got long that back. want to and Frenchie, and right, and so you know they're kept lean, and you know a lot of people are just shocked that oh he's overweight, and then you're like well what do you feed them? Oh they only get one cup of this and one cup of this morning and night. Okay. Well, I feed how many treats? <laughs> how many yeah. treats do they get? They bring the bag in, and it's got like eight different kinds. Oh of we get that too. Oh man! And and, and two here's bones the food, and, and here's the treats. It's the it's, same volume. Yeah, and it's like, and it's like, you have to realize that every treat you give has calories in it, and and you have to offset the diet, and that's what. You know, spaying and neutering does affect the hormones because it takes them away. And so the, in male dogs, the sexual drive is gone. And so you don't have that, like the whole thing you were saying. That, that is a nervous, mind. Yes. distracted yeah. mind, nervous mm. energy, high input, you know, just go, go, go. They don't have that. Mm-hmm. So they're not, you know... I, you know, a lot of working dogs, they won't neuter or spay him because they feel it can affect their hunting, their, their quality hunting. of work. And that yeah. that is an individual, you know, I've seen dogs that are spayed and neutered that work just as good. Can it affect it a little bit? Yes, potentially. But it, it's, it's what everybody has experienced mm-hmm. and what, you know, a lot of the ones that I've got a friend that does field trial and raises Gordon Sand- Setters. And a lot of times they keep them intact because they may end up breeding, you know, they're national champions and that kind of thing. And until they get those dogs working and seeing what those dogs but are doing. But the of that is their dogs are trained. And they're, and they have, well, <laughs> and, and they, they have, want their dog they to have do a job. That. They have yeah. a job. Yeah. And they they're want their highly athletic. They're highly concentrated on a job and not sitting in a backyard. Right. right. And, and so, yeah, all that factors in. And, Again, I'm not saying this is a bad study. It's good information. And it I can guarantee you it was a study that a lot of work went into. Mm-hmm. But it's not you have to, you have, mm-hmm. it is not law. Yeah. yeah. And you have, because again, they've gone back over the last 10 years and looked at 35 other breeds. Well, the majority of breeds, this doesn't even factor in. Yeah. That's how you do science, folks. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Biology. Yeah. <laughs> science. <laughs> so, but for Goldens... Here's your data. Here's, do you want to take that extra 5% chance that your yeah. dog will have, or actually 3% chance that your dog will tear yeah. its Even if you shirt. consider that study law, I'll still take those chances. Right. <clears throat> yeah. Even though that I study would, is not law. Because I'll mm-hmm. take the 97, 95% yeah. chance that it won't happen. And, and so, well, like and, to, I, I, and I think the, I think the biggest thing here is that most people just don't understand the behavioral things that your dog is going to end up doing. I think it's I, that's a big thing, and, and a, that's what it, I wish breeders would take the time to say, I don't want you spaying or neutering this dog until here, but here's what training you're going to have to do. Right. And here's how you're going to... Give them the whole picture. Yeah, you're going to have to adjust your lifestyle to deal with this dog for the next 14 to, you know, 24 months and three or four, you know... Right. Heat cycles. But they're and, not going to. They're not what do is that? They're not going to. They're I'm, I'm going telling to. you right now, I know exactly what this would entail. Yeah. I know exactly, like, like the sentence that would be dropped. Like, if you give me 
uh, eight-month-old wild mastiff boy, super sexually charged, unaltered, and I couldn't alter him for another year. And you and you tell me, Travis, you have to deal with that. I have to go. Oh, first of all, let me think of a way out of this where I don't have to do this. Yeah. But this is like every single day. Like, you, there's so many factors. That's like I would only even entertain taking that on because I'm in a rural space. You know, if I had a neighbor right next to me who, like, I shared a fence with and they had some golden retriever puppy out there or something, anything that this dog would think that he can, like, get to and vice versa, I mean, you're talking about just a constant nightmare where Mm -hmm. you could, uh, I wouldn't be able to potty this dog on leash in in, in my own backyard because... Yeah, because I I talk to owners about that. And then triggering all, you know, most people, you're in a housing track, you have, like, one neighbor, two neighbors, three neighbors. So here's yeah. all the variables to your neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, yes, can smell to... You I can't was, take it for a walk now, and now he's insane. I, I, your was, house I, I, always, I always thought it was only two miles away they can smell it, but if it's five miles, holy crap. So yeah. it's your entire neighborhood. Well, you're sharing the fence with this neighbor. Yeah. You're sharing a fence with the one behind you. Now, and you're sharing a fence with the one Now we think of all the, other, all the other variables, all the other ladies in heat out there smelling you two or know they're being... or barking. Yeah. yeah. I mean... I just, uh, what do you what do you think you're gonna juggle? Like I don't understand. It, like what? If you bre- didn't have a job, maybe you can do that. The breeders cite this study and tell the you know the what what is the benefit to the breeder to convey that information to the owner? What is why they does the breeder want, do well, that? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean because it, it they're depends. selling a, a dog. It, well, but well, it, could, I, it I, could be just that they're not informed enough. They didn't read the study and they're just yeah. repeating things that they've heard. It could be that Which they don't want to be held liable. Yes. What's happening? Yeah. Right. They don't want to be held liable for things like that down the road. They don't want to have well, that. They don't want. They don't want these things to come into their lineage, into their line. Yeah. Into their line. Yeah. So they're going to blame it on something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I would guess mostly it's just repeating the same stuff. Of yeah. Like basically what we're saying, this, folks: so. ignorance, greed, laziness. Yeah. A little it's bit, a little bit of ego. Let's put a dash of ego in there. <laughs> a little dash. Yeah. So one, two, ignorance, greed. You know, and that, just... and and I and I'm not knocking vets that recommend this. I mean, they've read the study; they know what it is. And and who knows? Maybe that vet took the time. You're only hearing part of the story, mm-hmm. so maybe that vet took the time to say, "Here's what you got. Here's your pros and cons." And that owner has decided, "Oh, well, I'm going to wait till two years. Well, but I'm that... going to wait till." But then you have to take the responsibility. That they may not be able to board anywhere. Mm-hmm. And then that's Or your you response. might not be able to handle it. Boarding yeah. is like one thing. Okay, but here's a fun thing. Just talking about handling you, it day to day. dealt with all the time is that what you told the person, what did they say. hear? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. What you people, said blank and yeah, they heard and that, this over here. Right. And that's what I'm saying is the vet may have went through all of this with them, but they just heard. But they heard don't neuter. They heard don't neuter till 24 exactly. months. Because I've had that. I've had clients yes. say, my vet told me, you know, yes. absolutely don't do this. And, yeah. it, and it happens to me all the time. I know. It's like, yeah, you didn't. And then, you know. You stopped listening after <laughs> and, I said this. Well, and, well so, so what, you know, we were kind of taught when you're explaining something to someone in, in a certain amount of time, they're only going to retain probably about 25, yep. 25% of what you that's tell them. That's not just the veterinary that's field. That's why I that's repeat pretty much things all the time. When I'm talking to you and, and if I say the same thing more, 
because I have learned. Just know I've got it the first time. Well, yeah, yeah but I'm. And just know for me, like if you're talking about my dog with some kind of health issue, I'm that person. I'm yes, that person he is. too. You know he what totally he does? Is that. He, t- he tells me, for, you go talk to her because yeah. I, that's I exactly what you I do too. I cannot stand well, you yes. telling me about sweeps and like a mask. It's like, oh, the mask could be this or Automatically that. Automatically goes, and no, like, in, in my mind, it's like, emotional. oh my God, sweeps. And, and that, that's just reality. That's, that's reality. That's and reality. that's why I. Yeah. Well, it's it's emotional it mixed out. with not understanding yeah, medical to, to, to me, it's words. Oh, it's You're funny. saying words to me. Yeah. And I, don't, I yeah. don't know what they are. I don't know what they well, mean. So Wes and Travis go, you just need to talk to mom. Talk to my mom, <laughs> yeah. to my mom about She's it. She's the one I'm that understands the dog. Yeah. But honestly, if you're telling me about some other dog, I'm much better. But like my own dog, yeah. it's just like your emotion gets. It's in. like yes, like I feel myself getting shortness of breath, like in my mind. <laughs> Like it's like my brain is going like, listen, oh, oh, emotion, sweet. emotion, sweet. emotion. You know what I can relate to that is when it's when it's intense. Like whenever you told me that um, when baby girl had uh, lymphoma, yeah, because I immediately go. You know, you're spinning gonna, over here. Yeah. Yep. And, and Did I, she really I, say that? No, no she's I, spinning on treatments. What are we going to do? Blah, 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 well, I know that she said it. <laughs> you said, yeah. you said the word loud. lymphoma. And I know that there's types of lymphoma. So yes. in your head, you're scanning all the things that you right. know. And I'm where doing that. Yep. And trying to make myself breathe. She's already on treatment plan A, B, C, <laughs> and D for, for, for X, Y, and Z different and types of cancer. I triple yeah. repeat myself. Because especially in traumatic instances or illnesses or the pet's really sick, they hear less yeah. than 25%. Exactly. And then they're only gonna they're gonna focus on the animal and not on what you're telling them. Right. And so, you know, if if you don't make sure they understand, then it comes back to well, you never told me this. Right. I was like, well, we did discuss mm-hmm. this, but I told you you just didn't hear you me. You need to make well, a worksheet for this. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. Kidding. No, that's for real. Yeah. <laughs> Here's like what Laura you... sends home with with adoptees. You yeah. know, for yeah. like behavioral stuff. But it's, or but like it's, Aaron, but Aaron it's, Stewart does that when he he said last time he you know does what he does with the dog and like here is what I did with the dog what, he, he, keep this with yes. you so that you can refer back to it and understand what, and not try and remember what I said and then distort it because that's what they yeah mm-hmm. yeah but from a medical standpoint there's so many factors yeah of what you're discussing right you know and everyone for spaying and neutering every, <laughs> everyone's on a different level like you like we were talking about with Dr Pena. Oh, you you don't got to fully explain. I already no, know what's going. Yeah. Just deliver but it. Yeah. This the owner he was with five minutes before that didn't know a thing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so even you your kinda, text like, "Well, can I come yeah. pick up my dog?" And they're going to yes. explain. They're going to explain it to you I because to, I already know what you got. We yeah. have this huge variable, and we don't want yeah. anyone to don't not show me get, how to dispense medication. Right. We don't want people to not get the information. <laughs> So everybody gets the information, and if you already know it, just shake your head yes yeah. and go thank you. Yeah. <laughs> and that's and you know and and there's and there's nothing wrong with that. That's you yeah. know you're you're dealing with serious things. You're you're juggling medications between two clients, you know, checking out within five minutes of each other. That yep. if you swap those and they got the wrong ones, yeah, you know. And that that's why like if y'all come to pick up, they've got the sheet. They've got they're gonna go over each medicine. Yeah. And look at the bottle, and that. And you know, in my head, I'm doing this. Yeah, yeah. And you're <laughs> well, like, I'm doing I know that this. for a different reason. Like, I'm not retaining this information. I'm just going to go home and ask I'm not her. <laughs> yeah. He's just standing there. 
sitting there going, I'm they not just pet the dog. Yeah. Yeah. Wes, Wes, Wes is just going to go home and text his veterinary yeah. Alexa over yeah. there. That's right. And she's just going to tell I'm him. I'm going to take a picture do. of the sheet they gave me. I'm going to send it to her and tell, tell me what I've kind of got to the point sometimes. I just talk to you. Like, yes. I don't even. I, we need to see Wes's dog. And I was like, okay, well, here did it. You've done that. I'm totally fine with that. me for something like hardcore, you'll just take it straight to ground. Yeah, because you. Yeah, and it's. The last one we had was Daryl's tail. We just need to get him out of the. Yeah, because he's going to go up and make sugar. Because he's emotional. You know, how is he doing with his tail? He's good. I think he kind of loves his tail. I love it now, but that was like really hard. How is his tail? It's oh, it's fine. It's great. It looks great. He looks yeah. like a Neo. Yeah. Yeah. It looks like a Neo. He's a, he's a I, call, I call this beaver tail. There's no bald spot. And you did uh, perfect uh, sutures. Length. It's a good it, length. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's... But yeah, he was very distraught over I know. that. So I know. We well, that's to... a cosmetic thing, too, so it's like, it's harder. It's an, it becomes, there's an emotional component to that. He would be process. amazed. I, I've been in that situation, yeah. that emotional situation where it's hard for me to function. I had it with Mui. Yep. I had it with B's eye. Yep. I had it with baby girl with lymphoma. Well, that's like or, the time I came up to the ER. Was that? With Moo. Moo. Yeah. 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 Where I feel like I can't breathe. Yeah. yeah. And I'm trying to get my air and get yeah. my thoughts. You did with her what we do with you. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so that's when I come in and will calm you and then have a second set of ears. Yeah. Because it's, yeah. it doesn't upset me as much because it's not my dog. Yeah. Doesn't really upset me because anyway. emotions. I mean, it's just like a family member. Emotions do because yes. for a lot of people, that pet is their family member. Absolutely. And so the emotions, and that that's why we, you know, you know, with pets that die or pets that have to be euthanized, we can sometimes get the anger component yeah. with it. Uh, yeah. Because they're having to work through that grief. Yeah. And, and it's usually with pets that, you know, you've done everything you can, but they still die. And right. that, that's just medicine. Yeah. And, but then you have owners that get really upset. Well, what'd you do wrong? And, oh. and it's... They need to blame it on yes. something. Yeah. 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 And, and we deal with that. And that's just people's grief. Yeah. And, yeah. and it is. And it, I mean, you can watch people go through the stages when you have a dot dog that's dying and, or a dog you're having to euthanize and... And that kind of thing. So, do you think that that blaming comes from them not understanding the illness, where they realize that nobody is at fault, or is that just a human element? I think some of it could be that. Some of it is, it may have been they waited longer, uh, and so some of that has, you know, it's their it, own blame. But they're going to. They, they don't want to. They don't want to. Well, what you're talking about is them being in denial before they even thought yeah. about addressing the issue. Like yeah. they didn't realize how bad it was, and then you get there and it's really bad. Well, like we've so. talked to people that have to like, euthanize their dog, and they did I do it too soon or did I wait too long? Right. Did it, I make this animal decision. suffer, or am I not letting them? Uh, yeah, there's, I mean, there, there's, there's, de there's doubt there, and like when I think about like with you. If I was in a situation where I had to euthanize my dog for some kind of health concern, like when it comes to blaming you, like you're infallible. Like I would never blame you for something, but but like that's because I know you and I know yeah. the way you practice. And like somebody that didn't know and had no idea, like I could see them going to that place if they don't know or understand what's happening. And but you know, like <clears throat> and th and that and that is a very like interesting point cause, too, because you can get like clients that are like you know cold. You don't really know them. And they can bring something into you and you have to just explain, you know, they yeah. brought something to you that's obvious. You have to tell them the terrible news right then. They haven't prepared themselves for it. But also, I mean, people are, you know, everyone's different. Everyone take it to a different place. What it immediately makes me think of is like the last time I was at the ER where like 
you know, I thought that there was going to be like an altercation because like a client was so upset. Yeah. And he was so upset because he brought his pit bull in there who just started vomiting. So he just brings it to the ER, like, I guess, bad vomiting. Um, and then everyone at the ER, they look at they do like the x-rays and boom, he's got like massive stomach cancer. I mean, yeah. this dog is like a walking goner. Can't even believe that they brought the dog in there. But he's upset because he didn't think that their like bedside manner was on par with like. But that's because he's so surprised by the situation that he because he's just got out of the blue some vomit so so he like emotionally just can't deal with it it wasn't like oh you screwed up or anyone missed anything yeah yeah. and and so and i guess it is just shock and Mm -hmm. people are going to take that shock yeah and just however it's presented or just try and deal with it but yeah his thing was like oh there's no compassion there's no compassion i like pulled that guy outside and anyway but it was just like no it's just that he was just you know, he's, he's, he's had his dog that he loved for 12 years. And then all of a and sudden, it was fine. And then it's, it's not. it was right. always, always fine. It was never sick. And then all of a sudden it was a little sick. He took it in there and he just couldn't deal with, yeah. with the, the, the reality of the situation. That's part like, of how grief is processed. One of the stages yeah. is denial. Like <clears throat> this, mm-hmm. you know, when you, when a dog, but you know, there, but people will blame different things. It's, you, you know, they did everything right over there, but his reaction was just going to be like. Yeah. Oh, and like, that's out of your it's control. It's just a sucky hand. Yeah, you know? it's, yeah, yeah. It, it's out of your control. The one that comes to mind is Ripley, the the way that Ripley because she was normal. I mean, she's fine and she's normal. And then and then, yeah, then thir- thir- thirty six hours from normal. She to acts a- like she can't poop. She's straining to poop and she can't. No, poop. It, for, it was it was like it, I could see a little bit of weakness, weirdness in her back legs, like initially, like not like. You know, you see dogs with weak back. Like it's not. She's older. It's it's fine. And then she can't poop. Yeah. So I think does she have an obstruction? So yeah. I, you I, immediately go to uh-huh. you know what did you? Eat? She's she's trying to poop, but she can't. Some you know maybe there's an, I did some probing and like you know, it, and then you know so the next morning she goes in like find out what's wrong with my dog. Oh, this she's is what's paralyzed. wrong with your dog. Yeah. Oh, you need you your need spine to is you need to come into the office because. Yeah. <clears throat> That yeah, one was I'll, I'll never forget. I was sitting at the desk and I knew she was at the vet and you came in behind me and you put your hand on my shoulder and I'm like, no. Yeah, because, mm-hmm. because I know exactly. I have to deliver shocking uh-huh. news to him. Yeah, I know. That kind of thing. At for the for ER, most emotional. Yeah. For, 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 for that dog, which. For the one. I mean, he's going to be on the ground. That's, yeah. Yeah, I was know. on the ground. I, I was on. When we euthanized, I, I think I was on the ground with her for an hour. I, on thought, the floor. I thought I would never get him out of your office. <laughs> I'm sure she well, sees that. I'm sure they yeah. have people that just can't. That's Every, everyone, well, it's, yeah, I mean, like, you process you, differently. Everyone, yeah. you know, everyone processes differently. And, and they're, you know, there's a reason they don't let human doctors work on their family. Because there yeah. is the emotional component. There is the mental component. Yep. Yeah. And, and all that factors in to all of it. Yeah. And, and everyone handles grief and despair differently. But, you yeah. know, even... And, hearing that news there's no like you told me that and it, it was explained to me what's happening it's there's no there's no denial there's no anger it's i'm not gonna let her suffer anymore immediately and but how much did th- you digest well uh, <laughs> I, I i heard what i needed to hear to make the decision immediately and yeah. to and to accept that decision even though it was terrible and and uh, with and, 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 with, I, I, and without an advocate hope, oh yeah with, with, if i didn't you could have right. easily been going to blows with me in the parking lot or, or taking that else, dog you know? to a different doctor or, you yeah. know, she doesn't yeah. know what she's all talking about. All yeah. Let me go on your Yelp. Because that's a wild <laughs> diagnosis. Well, and a lot yeah. of, <clears throat> a lot of bad reviews are emotionally based. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and it's like, 
and and only one side of the story is being told. told. Right. Yeah. And and it's what they heard in an emotional state. And it's, it's an probably emo- exact emotional. And it's review. like and and you know we're you know we we're like only half of that's true. Yeah. Because the person wasn't able to process at that point in time. Yeah. And yeah, the internet is a horrible thing. And that the mental health of veteran, you know, mental health of America, but mental health of veterinarians, like we were talking about earlier, there's a lot of people leaving the industry. Yeah. They're retiring. They're done. Because no, the capabilities of people to communicate and, you know, it's all of, well, if I get nasty, I get my way. Mm-hmm. And, or, you know, that, so a lot of vets are just leaving. Mm-hmm. I mean, right now we're at one vet for every 800 animals. Good but grief. That, the last study that came out. And that's why, you know, the cyberbullying, the bad reviews, that's why our suicide rate's so high. Because mm-hmm. people can get online and pr- practically shut a clinic down. And it'd be people that have never been to that vet. Yeah. Yeah, because you can write anything on the internet. Yeah, because and and people believe it, yeah. and it's you know that one vet. I think it was New York. Homeless lady has all these cats like in the park, and one was really sick, and the vet took it in, and the lady kind of signed it. I mean, it was a homeless woman signed it over, and the vet wouldn't give it back to her, and found it a home. That lady committed suicide. Oh, geez. because all that got hurt is this vet stole this cat from this homeless lady and then the internet just they're picking in her clinic oh good you know all that stuff and it's just that was quite a few years ago but that kind of stuff happens and it's like that's not rational yeah and you don't know the whole side of the story you know it was from a feral colony and had no business getting turned back out into that feral colony it was a homeless woman that just fed the cats. Right. And the vet did a lot of work to get that pet well. And the lady signed it over, so. And tried Mm -hmm. to find it a home. Yeah. And she didn't want it going back out into the feral colony. Well, it just goes to that point that, like, a a lie will travel faster. Yeah. Yeah. You know, know, that all that was promoted was this this vet stole this lady's cat. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody likes a salacious story. It's juicy. And that the internet's horrible. Yeah. I mean, it's just... I mean, you can see it every day. Yeah. You can see it every single day. With everything. With, it, with yeah. everything. Uh, seriously. With a story of, you know, one side of a story and yeah. watch it get run with, you know. And, peop- you know, people make, you know, the social media, people make death threats and the social media people do nothing about it. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, but but they'll put you in Facebook jail for saying a bad word. <laughs> like, they so won't do anything. Pe- I see so many people in Facebook jail all the time. I always wonder, like, what did you say? What did you say? What did you say? They said something that Facebook didn't like. That's not but, something I ever experienced because I don't post anything on Facebook. I don't either. Ever. Well, I, mean, ever. I do, but it's on a dog page, and it's never going to be anything yeah. I go to yeah. jail for. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> but you can make death threats all day long, and they don't turn it in, and they don't take Very it off. Very weird. It, it's just, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. So... Is that everything you wanted to know about? I think we covered that subject pretty well. I just, I, I find it interesting. And again, there's, I didn't get time to read that whole study on the 35 breeds, but 
you know, most breeds aren't affected by it. I would just hope that there's like someone like continually doing these studies, different breeds, different, like hopefully like the timeline through the dog's lives. Well, see that. You know, th- so it just, it just really yeah, has me it thinking. It's like for those to come out. Well, right? so, it's like, yeah. it's, it just immediately makes me think it's like, God, I've been doing this for like six years. It's like, maybe we should, you know, create well, some kind of data thing. pool or yeah. something like here's that. Here's the thing. So to make a real time study, to see the true effects, you would have to have a control group. You'd have to have a litter. You know, every, everybody would have to be genetically similar. A control group that you do nothing to. A control group, like say the intact dogs, and then a contr- uh, then a group that you neuter less than a year, and then a group you neuter a, a year and a half or two years, and you would have to follow those dogs like for their entire years. life for their entire yeah. life. Yeah, right. and all you would, of them. And you would have to feed them the same, have them in the same environment, same genetics, same. And no one can do a study like that. Right. That financially, no one's going to do a study like that. Right. Which is where these retrospective studies come in. That's the best you can do. It's the best you can do because no one can take and, and have a good sample. Yeah. Like you could probably take two litters of dogs by the same parents and do that with but them. But even over that, time. genetically, you're still going to have differences. Exactly. So there's still going to be exactly. variables in there that you can't control. Right. That's why there's plus or minus in that study that has to be. Yeah. considered that you can't con- every consider. study mm-hmm. if all those has dogs- another study that can offset that right, study. right. right. you did because that same study with, those, with the same yes. amount of dogs same amount of goldens you could get totally different results well, you did- well depending the, on the, what the, you're looking and for and that's what i was thinking when you say plus or minus it's like well who's assigning the plus or minus on this they don't even what, say what, what is what is well there's there always statistically is one when you're talking about yeah, like a data pool like this exactly how do you even come up with a statistical computations yeah that sounds like a really boring math class. It's, yeah. I mean, <laughs> so yeah. I'm like fascinated to just know, but I don't want to get in the weeds about it because I'll fall asleep. <laughs> <laughs> but you but can just tell me like, like you, math nobody wants to look at that spreadsheet. Just, just tell me the different variables you're looking at and then I'll, I can understand it. But, but even with that, you, you could interpret those differently. Like if you wanted mm. to say, based on that study, you are twice as, you know, if you spare exactly. neuter, you're twice as likely yeah. to tear a cruciate ligament. Okay, twice as likely, but if you look at it, it's actually five to ten percent. Yeah, so two and four. You're twice as likely as inflammatory yeah. and, even and in deceiving. The, even in the study, it says that twice as likely right. to get hip dysplasia, four times likely to get hemangi- lymphosarcoma or something like that. But then you look at the percentages, and it's two right. and eight percent. So that's yeah. that's deceiving. Statistically, there is a difference. Right. But again, I'm going to take that ninety-eight percent chance. Even, even I don't have to deal with the right. behavioral even stuff. Even one to two percent this. statistically, that's twice as likely. But yeah. one to two percent is negligible. So yeah. you know, you have to look at it. It's like COVID in the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> you ever dealt with a hundred twenty pound mastiff that's humping so hard on another dog? It takes you can't get it off. It takes your entire with its monkey feet It takes your entire body. physical strength to pull it to off. Pull yeah. it off. And, some, and it goes and back s- five minutes and later. And sometimes you can't. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna do some two percent, four percent math in that situation. You need like help. <laughs> you have to like pull on that dog and then call somebody to help you. I just remember doing that to Sunbear. That's <laughs> oh, the one that Sun comes Bear. to my mind. Sunbear. Yeah. He's so sweet and good. <laughs> and, he, and he's grabbing onto another male. It's yeah. not even yeah. a female. Yeah. He doesn't even have the parts right. 
son of a bear. He's such a good boy. <laughs> <laughs> and see, and you see with that dog, it's like he's such a good boy, but like, oh my gosh, this this like his little brain's just he leaving. He wasn't even yeah. there. His little brain's just brain leaving him around. Yeah. He's not like that anymore. No, he, he likes his little stuffy toys. And he likes <laughs> his little cat. <laughs> I just want to mess with anyone. There's a, a quote from Parks and Rec. Boy. The uh, what's the guy's name that is the Guardians of the Galaxy? What's his name? Pratt. Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt. He's on Parks and Rec, and he's hilarious on there. And they're talking about something, and he goes, "That's because he was thinking with the the head of his penis instead of the head of his brain." <laughs> <laughs> That's what Sunbear was doing. But when we're talking about Sunbear like that, is we don't you don't even see Sunbear there. No. Right. Who that, That's dog, not Sunbear. who that dog is is not even visible to you. Yeah, because you'll see a it's big... All uh, it's just, all You'll hormones. see a big, sweet, lumbery mastiff who's like a shy boy and like walks around, but then all of a sudden... Then he goes... <laughs> gets <Yeah>. a smell. <laughs> <laughs> walks on. Then he's and night like, at the Roxbury. Yeah. And then you're looking at him and it's like, who are you? Oh, this is Sunbear's penis. <laughs> yeah. And you're, and you're like, and you're like correcting him and like nothing. He doesn't care. When before, when he's not in that mode, you honestly can't correct that dog because he's so sensitive to your presence. Right. Yeah. Exactly. That's the to real where you, you can't even tell him he's doing anything wrong at all. Contrast that to like, hey, hey, Polly, <laughs> Polly, <laughs> while, while the other massive lady's like, <laughs> Jesus. Now do that you all know? day long. Yeah. yeah. I just don't think that on our Facebook page, we show enough reality of like stuff like that. Maybe we should. Well, and what, and what the general pet owner, they don't understand that reality. Exactly. In my mind, I'm thinking, this person doesn't want a dog humping their leg humping or humping, the, humping their, their pillow. And they're in their bunk beds. Yeah. You know? Or, you know, <laughs> and, and the lipstick sticking out all the time. Yes. Yeah. I mean, that's what you get with an intact male dog. Yeah. Now, some aren't like that. White boy. Every, every <laughs> dog is, every dog is different. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's what's so funny. It's like, why put like you can have, you can <laughs> have the most, but you I have the most sweetest empty. most like docile super sensitive meal boys but man some of those oh they can just like turn on a dime and they're like a super sexual predator and then you have others that are just like <coughs> i was always a sexual predator <laughs> so like but and like once you neuter them it's like you can take that down a bit but that's always who they those are those are the ones that say they have like you know? extra balls in their height yeah. yeah. well, there's yeah. more yeah. in that's there that's the behavior yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. and that, that is the learned Lamont. behavior yeah. of having testosterone for that extra year year and a half yes, yes once yes. they've learned to act like that it becomes a training behavioral issue Versus a sexual issue, right? For the we, older dogs, we yeah. always say those are the ones we want to neuter twice. Yeah, Lamont yeah. is a perfect like example. Not of that. even neutered, yeah. and they have yeah. been. Yeah, and, and yeah. That's it. That's exactly what it is. They, they, if if you brought me that on an eval, and I never looked at his hanging balls, I would be like, "This dog's exactly is he's this dog neutered. is this dog intact? Is this dog neutered? Did you neuter him yeah. last week? And this because hasn't kicked in yet? This is exactly who he's acting. Right. And that's those are all the questions I would ask in the room before I am presented with dealing with that. Yeah. in a behavioral testing setting with twenty other dogs yeah. and just a wild boy in the right. end of the leash with just like and, a, and the majority of those dogs are going to be dogs that were left intact and neutered later yep yeah i mean rarely. and there's and there's many stages of that left intact 
left intact to deal with a pack dynamic like we've seen with like Mastiff boys and other Mastiffs, left of your own devices when you're dealing with all those hormones, left of your own devices where there's no leadership at home like at all, so you can just hump or piss anywhere or eat a couch or or hop the <laughs> fence and just go knock up all the ladies. You're so you're you know you're always conditioning. You're always conditioning your dog's behavior depending on what you do. And if you're not conditioning your dog behavior, you're still your dog is still conditioning his, his behavior, behavior. Yeah. Yes. all the way through the neighborhood yeah. or whatever else. And that will take a while to fix. Yeah. If at yeah. all. Or, or it won't. Yeah. Or sometimes, once again, you turn the volume down on it. And that's right. it. You've neutered him now, but he still has all of that. He has the yeah. behavior. He has the behavior. He's got the neuron, yes. neurologic Was Benny pattern. intact when we rescued him? Heck yeah, he yeah, was. Yeah. That's, why, that's why he will At never like twelve or he whatever. will never stop marking ever. Ever. Nope. Yeah. Ever. Ever. Yeah. We he, had him at the ranch, he would yeah. mark twenty times a day. Absolutely. You know, people will get an older dog or find a dog and it's not neutered and it's marking everywhere. Yeah. Well, won't that take care of it? No. no. He's 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 been that way for he's, ten years. He, yeah, yeah, he's six. But sometimes it does. It sometimes it does. Sometimes it definitely sometimes does. Sometimes there's sun bear in there. <laughs> yeah. You just have to take their balls off. <laughs> yeah. And then they can become sensitive. Then they, 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 they be a yeah. nice sun bear. Right. <laughs> But sometimes they're just going to be Benny, even when you take and, them off. You know, and, and he even, has he, no other unneutered male behaviors. He oh, It's only that. Yes. And yeah. it will never stop. And it, it's it not won't. correctable. And it's... Lamont has all of them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not kidding. If that dog had two more balls up there, I wouldn't be surprised. Mama! <laughs> I, did not leave I did not leave anything <laughs> in there. <laughs> he came to us oh, neutered, he but he had one up. Oh, you should have... Go back in. Go back <laughs> in there. Should, you should go back in and go look. Go back yeah. in there. I have, have a test look. for that. He, he yeah. might have been born with three and just didn't see it. I have a it. test for that. Can <laughs> we please? Can we please ultrasound Lamont's penis? <laughs> just want to know, Darryl just to be sure. Daryl yeah, had, had one up. up. Yeah, I remember you telling me how difficult that was for yeah. you to find it. Yeah, he had the uh, the uh, descended, right? Undescended. orchid. His was in the abdomen, wasn't it? It's in the abdomen. I think his was Way in the abdomen. I remember you telling me that it took you like a couple hours and your forearm was like sore. Yeah, it was inside. Yikes. His was inside. But he was a big dog. He's he was a big, handsome boy. Yeah, Lamont came neutered from the chick. Okay. Because he was loose somewhere and somebody picked him up and they were going to keep him. But then he wasn't neutered and a ball was up and he had a heartworm. Oh, that one. Lamont was walked not into neutered. a Walgreens, he, Yeah, he, he was not neutered when she got him. No. No, she had him neutered. She had him neutered. That's right. Yes. Yeah, she yeah. had him neutered, yeah. but he did have a ball. But he up. was he was an adult. Yes. He was oh, yeah. fully an adult. Oh, yeah. He was what, three or four? He's got the behavior. Oh, well, he's unknown. We don't have it's a birthday. Yeah. In. yeah. 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 I, I, she he's found got him the on the street. Yeah, I mean yeah, I think that he was at least <laughs> five or six. Yeah. And so the, his behavior getting his, up on the table and peeing yeah. on it. Yeah. His his behavior was already Oh yeah, he locked that all in. Yes. He was, he was the one who walked in like a CVS or something in Dallas, right? No. 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 He she was on the street in like Princeton or something. Yeah, it was Princeton or McKinney. Oh, okay. The one that walked in a CVS was the one that uh, Trish ended up adopting. Oh, okay. He walked into a CVS and it was like frozen outside. And he, it was an, like an electric door and he stepped in that yeah, door cold. opened Let it. Yeah. Thanks very much. Oh, it's warm in here. It's cold outside. It's cold in here. It smells like hot dogs. <laughs> My favorite thing that they said about white boy in his auction papers was he's difficult to collect. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because he doesn't he's he's yeah. I'm sure they couldn't get it. It's probably traumatizing for him. <laughs> that meant that they he would never b- try to breed naturally. Never. 
and that and to even try to collect him, he's not interested. He does banjo play at home though. <laughs> he is like I guess it's just like that would be like considered asexual or something because yeah. it's nothing he's not a sexual dog. No. We have many videos of his extracurricular private activities. Yes. You should, so, should send me those. I'll put them all together and make them all the other day. I want them all. all I the same don't time, know though. if the world is ready for that. Oh my boy. But I mean, that is interesting that it's I mean, there's been like but never have I seen that dog's lipstick out ever. Well, there's no matter. He reminds me of Levon in that way because Levon is he, he's pretty yeah, Levon. too. Yeah, Levon. Levon's Levon, not. He does. He has he doesn't never have any hiked sexual his leg. interest. He's or, down to pee. Willow. Yeah. He's never mounted a dog. He's, he's never. He's never, never had his smelled a lady inappropriately. No, no. he has no interest in ladies. You know? Was he neutered, or is that the one that he, he, came, from he came from an auction? He was yeah. not neutered. And yeah. He just has no interest. Yeah. yeah. He wants to be a girl. He's a very, yeah, very sweet boy too. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't work well in the mill. That's not helping. But yeah, once yeah. again, he just every, has not enough testosterone. That's every, right. uh, just every dog is an individual, yep. you know, and they should all be treated as such. And but generally speaking, that's what we see. And even dogs that you know, even if you have a big sweet boy like that at the ranch that he's not doing anything the other dogs will treat him differently and that's why we that's all that, and that's and that, that's that's exactly what i was going to say when we started this that's what i will tell clients on the phone Me too. We're like oh you know i didn't want to or my vet and i said hey whatever you and your vet decide that's perfectly fine i said mostly this rule is because the pack will treat him right. differently yep. not necessarily anything that he's going to do right but the rest of the pack they know they know immediately when yeah. you walk say, in oh my dog's not fixed and but there's no behavioral issues i'm like other dogs can tell that and they will not be nice to your dog it's yeah. not yep. nice for your dog to expose them to that and that just goes back to that's the, if you want to wait that long you will have to make the accommodations you mm -hmm. will have to make take the responsibility for having an intact animal mm -hmm. yeah. and whatever comes from that is solely your responsibility. Mm -hmm. yeah. And that means, cause a lot of boarding places won't take intact no. animals no. because it's a risk factor. Yeah. And, and you know, it, it's just, it's a totally different mindset when you have intact It's also animals. difficult. Yeah, it's I don't want the difficult. behavioral issues. I don't want to risk yeah. your dog coming into heat with me. I don't me. want the heavy Ew. flow. We do it all the time with rescue dogs. I know exactly what I would be taking on. No, and thank the you. answer is yeah. no. Yeah. Yep. You know, I do this for free, and you're mm -hmm. offering me money to do it, and I turn you down. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, <laughs> what does that mean? What's that mean? That means it's no fun. Think about that. I understand. It's a lot more work. It's a lot more work. It and is it, a lot more work. Big time. And, and no, I don't you. want, the, my opinion is, I don't want owners that don't have the experience or the knowledge to deal with it to have to go through it. Because yeah. then that animal is going to end up in a shelter. Right. Or it's going to end up an animal that they can't control and things are going to get out of hand and it could bite someone or it could, you know, get loose, get hit by a car or nothing good. End no, up really. in nothing. Yeah. nothing there's there's just, no positive. Not only will that dog want to roam and go hit, but get hit by a car. Some other dog will smell that dog and want to yeah. roam and get hit by a car. I mean, there's just so many factors and ultimately it is up to the owner. I mean, ultimately sure. it's the owner's decision and it, the responsibility falls on that owner to what they want to deal with. If you want to pay $3,000 for a dog that the breeder tells you, you can't, spay till two months or two years then you take on that entire responsibility knock yourself out for that dog and then if if you spay or neuter them you know or say you spay at two years and at eight years this dog gets mammary cancer because again this study 
got into zero detail about the cancers and the issues that like pyometra oh that's yeah. not in this study yeah, yeah. And they don't got to be. Oh, that is wild. They don't, they don't have that to is be. wild. Yeah, we're not yeah. talking about that. Yeah. <laughs> we left a lot of stuff out. Pio is not included no, in that not, study. No, we're not studying that one. No. Nope. Yeah. Wow. Just leave that one out. I didn't read in there anywhere that it brought Pio in there. And there's young dogs that get Pio. Yeah. Now, the majority of them are going to be, in a, a golden, are going to be older than eight years old. So any intact female that had Pio was not included in, you know, it. they're older than eight. But that's a life-threatening. That's a life-threatening you know disease. When we have seen Pio like in rescue in French bulldogs, yeah. they're always under eight. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I mean, Loretta had one. She was four. Yeah. Now, usually, yeah. But yeah, all our auction dogs, we see them a lot sooner. But With you pios. know, and and that's the thing is, you never know when a Pio is going to happen. Yeah. But. The general public doesn't understand what a pio is. Yeah. So a pyometra is these dogs, when they go into heat, their vulva is fully engorged. They're open to the environment. So anywhere they sit in the grass, hey, what's anywhere they sit, you we know, don't in have the dirt. bacteria out here. We've never you know, had issues like they're that. They're fully open. I'll use the any bacteria I'll, to travel upwards. I'll use the word that everyone hates moist. Moist. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> So moist in there. So there's, yeah. You know, you've got, you've got Can blood. You you've got, Ladies hate that word. <laughs> Everybody hates that you've word. You've got swelling. You've got warmth. It's moist. Yes. It's, a, it's so a what happens? <laughs> yeah. What happens is the bacteria goes up into the uterus. It's like yeah, and yeah. It's, Look at this. this it's a, nice a pus storm. Yeah. It is just. It's infected. It swells up. It can rupture. Um, and then you have peritonitis and yeah, a really fine. really sick dog. But a pyometra is an emergency surgery. Yeah. And they get sick and they can die from it. Sure. And so it's like, I wouldn't want, you know, and, and, and they're all, that is a disease of intact females. Yeah, why do you, you want to roll your dice? pyometra if you're spayed. Why do you yeah. want to roll the dice on your dog potentially having that happen to them? Right. <clears> yeah. <throat> and so it's like, because there's a lot of proponents that say, well, we shouldn't spay or neuter anything. Yeah. Let's be like Europe. Yeah. But they actually go in. They do it differently. Like, they'll go in and take the ovaries out, but leave the rest of it. Mm -hmm. So they'll go in flank incisions, and they'll take ovaries. So there, a lot of them actually are fixed. It's just, But they'll still get pile with that, would they not? Not, you, no, not do they, usually. Do they still go into heat without because, an ovary? Well, you don't have heat? the hormones. Why would you take an ovary and not a uterus? It seems like it would be they opposite. they can't get pregnant. Because the hormones come from the ovaries. Do they still go into heat if you do that? I know, but the hormones oh, okay. is the part that they think is important. So why wouldn't you leave the hormones and take the uterus? Seems like opposites to me. I don't know. should do a study. Oh, like you're, if I was oh gonna... you're saying, yeah, to keep them intact. You want to keep but, them intact, leave yeah, the ovaries, the one, take the uterus. Yeah, the ones that are fixed over there... I think it, it's both ways because, like, I worked with a vet. We had that to we had to spay that, one of our dogs that way. Doctor Wilkins well, had the to one, do it that yeah, way. Yeah, the one that I opened up, and I was like, "Oh, oh her bladder was adhered." Oh, hell no. Adhered well, no, it wasn't just it wasn't just bladder. It was yeah, but there was so, like yeah, so a like lot of basically, but we left her uterus and took her over. Yes, because that's he was the only like, thing he could get. He was like, "I'm not going to dig through this." Yeah. You're not going to try to patch had, a bladder together. Well, she'd had so many C sections. Anytime you open their belly, you get adhesions. Right. And so, 
Once they've what been are, what's, it, what's adhesions? It's so, like scar okay. tissue sticking together. Scar okay. tissue. Okay. So it's so like in your belly, you've got all your organs, and then there's this like little sheet of fatty, membranous Omentum. tissue. Omentum. Omentum. That that well, Kat, is in there. Today. You did. And so anytime you go in, you know, there's probably some very mild scar tissue from spays and that kind of stuff. But these C-section dogs that have been cut open so many times, mm-hmm. they're just full of scar tissue. And there's been a like it's she's hey, seen what's, some things. Yeah, I've learned a lot. <laughs> <laughs> some but, medical journal yeah, stuff going on in there. Yeah, but you know, it's all you know. The running joke at work is it's a box of chocolates because yeah. until you open them up, you have no clue what you're gonna see in there. Yeah. It might be it might be a boy when they open it. Yeah, up on the yeah, inside. that's possible too. Yeah. <laughs> but the um, but yeah, that one dog, it was all wrapped around, and it was just a ball of uterus bladder i think it was stuck to the uh spleen like it was just stuck yeah let's not touch any of them yeah. <laughs> like all the organs like fused together no it's the and it makes trauma and this and so that when it heals it grows back together touching well, the other it, organs. they don't like grow into each other but like the fiber fiber it's just and stuck the, to it's it. just scar tissue like if you cut yourself you get that little scar tissue uh-huh so just the trauma of having everything cut, it, it forms. So take that scar tissue to scar tissue like this. Yeah, it's yeah, like you're yeah, cutting that's... into the uterus. Instead of them being two separate things, out. now they're stuck together. Yeah, mm-hmm. so okay. the, I, all those dogs, all the Frenchies, I'm always having to uh, cut down adhesions because the omentums. And, and when you do a C-section, you actually take a piece of the omentum and put it over the incision to help seal it. Oh, snap. So, and that's just an extra layer to keep things from seeping, that kind of stuff. Well, that's so. what you do it. That's probably not the way the mill does it. <laughs> well, I mean, let's talk about let's talk about yeah. side C-sections that was still baffling for us. That's not well, true. They don't actually do that. Well, I'll show you the scars one. that they do that. I got pictures. <laughs> I see the scars. I know vets. That I just had to throw that I mean, in there vets for vets do it, too. There are ve- because after so many C-sections here... You got to go somewhere else. You got to go somewhere else because you know I've gone into these dogs and we're talking scar tissue this thick wow. that I've got to cut through to even get to into even the abdomen. Get to the yeah. yeah, and and so um, there's been a lot of scar tissue to the spleen. I think I've what sent two dogs, two to or three Dr. dogs Wilkins to him. Do it. Yeah. yeah, I think so. Yeah, because I'm like. We're not cutting into spleens, thank you. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, sometimes sometimes it's it's, it's the bladder. The, it's sometimes the bladder it's the, the urethra because the ureters yeah, are going the from the kidneys, and they're teeny tiny. Yeah, and they're easy. And you, and, yeah, and, and that's um, not one you want to mess yeah. up. And the yeah. one that he did do, he said it took me forever to get find the ureters. Yeah. And then the last one we sent, he, pff, I'm just taking the ovaries. Yeah. He, he, <laughs> he called me on the phone and he's like, no, no, <laughs> yeah, no. So we're going to do this a different way. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, we see some stuff. We see yeah. It. Who I is see. it that you had recently that had that uterus that was just like falling apart? Oh, we've had a few of those. Oh, there yeah. was one not that long there, ago. Though, a, that lot was of just... those, a lot of those are early pios or hydrometris. Nasty. They're, yeah. Where it's just, I mean, it's just like, it just falls they're, apart. They're, they're thinking about being a pio. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or they are a pio. They're trying to br- trying to brew up some pio. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I mean, that's the running joke at the clinic is we don't know what we're going to find. Yeah. I think I've had two or three that I sent to him. I know two for sure. Yeah. But I've learned to work with adhesions. <laughs> 
the, my favorite one though was that pug that you had that was a girl on the outside but she was a boy on yeah. the inside because i got outside. in there and there was no there was no uterus <laughs> i was like okay so i'm gonna send these ovaries ovaries slash testicles <laughs> and so they were like testicles a, like a hermaphrodite dog yeah. oh okay cool and yeah. there you go there's another genetic anomaly yeah exactly yeah. Where does that fall in the study? Yeah. Is that on the study there? Is that, is that, that, did, is that one going to tear? How many hermaps are in that study? <laughs> is that one going to tear a cruciate or not? <laughs> That's right. There's a point zero 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 three chance. <laughs> Depends on the breed. So. Okay. Interesting stuff. I think Dr. D should come every week for our podcast. <laughs> we should make well, now come that every I, week. Now that I content. know... It's not a specific time on Sundays or Tuesday nights. Nope. No, it's, it's whenever well, we can. Whenever we can. Whenever we can. Yeah, whenever yeah, we can. Yeah, we're like. See, I didn't know that. We're shooting so, to the hip. I could have so arguing in the channel all week about when <laughs> we're going to do it. Sometimes we film a podcast on Monday. Sometimes it's Tuesday. Sometimes it's Wednesday. Sometimes Thursday. Sometimes it's Friday, Friday night. <laughs> but if it's I think Mexican we've done it on food, a Saturday afternoon. We have done that. Yeah. Mexican food, margarita. Yeah, thank you. You can always get me. Do that. All right, good chat. That's our podcast. Right. I, I handled the camera. You did. Good job. Yeah, you no did. stress. You didn't yeah. freeze or anything. I didn't, I didn't watch the bleaky red there line. You, go. you get better as you go. <laughs> yep. So sorry if I didn't look directly at the camera. <laughs> Don't worry about that. <laughs> Dr. Yeah. Reno's dealing with the camera feed. I'm going to your, I'm gonna get your approval for the shot I <laughs> use. For the That's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No derpy face. Not, no derpy you, you're face. You're going to choose it. It's, yeah. <laughs> All right. Good night, everybody. Good night. Kitty, don't go home with Wes. 